0: talking to another mom on the beach about how i just got off um
1: i was just talking to mom on the beach. <laughs> yeah sorry no I live on i'm it's kidding something.
0: sounds pretentious voted one of the most beautiful beaches in the world actually i technically was yeah um so <laughs>
1: but it's funny because when you live it every day it's like i was at the park
0: exactly um well when you're from the midwest it seems like I, ludicrous that i was just like at the beach for a couple of minutes right. like for most people Um, you have to like pack and drive, even in my state. Yes. Remember when I told you I drove three hours to get to the Berkshires? Yeah. Like those people, if they want to go to the beach, it's going to be a real beach, Nathan. It's going to (laughs) be, you know, an hour and 30 minutes to the Cape, but then you have to pay for parking. You have to know where to go Mm -hmm. or they're going to go to New Hampshire. Um, so it's like,
1: you can't even do it in one day.
0: Well, you can, but it's, it's a whole day
1: thing. It's a thing.
0: Leave the beach, go to, go to lunch, come back, pack your lunch. Like it's a whole thing. Traffic on the mass pike. Right. I can't imagine. I go. I literally drove, um, not a mile down the street to the, I took a right out of my driveway and I drove a mile.
1: And it's like, you have Tommy's stuff just in like the little cube in the back of the Jeep
0: um, I was talking to her about getting off birth control, um, uh, for different reasons that she's off of it. Um, I'm off of it to try to get pregnant. Um, she's off of it for medical reasons, but when she went off, she was saying how, um, she went so crazy that, um, like mentally, and that's like a horrible word to use, but it's the word that I'm going to use. Yeah. So she went so crazy that she had to call the doctor, and for the first time in her life ever, had to get put on um, an anti-anxiety antidepressant. And she's like, "You can go on them." I'm like, "Oh, I'm on it. I'm just not on my normal amount." And and she's like, "I don't think you should be." She's like, "I'm not a medical professional. But I don't think you should be going down and going off birth control at the same time. It should be like staying the same." in keeping, in going off your birth control. Yeah. Um, Because I got my first period since 2017, um, a couple days ago. And Nate already heard, Nate already heard this story, but I'll tell you guys, I got, follow me real quick. I'll say it so fast. (laughs) 2017 started dating a man. Whoa, have to put birth control in, right? Cause like, I'm going to get pregnant. So um, I normally date women. Um, I had a boyfriend uh, like right out of high school, never once used birth control um, pulled out every time, never a problem. <laughs> Pull and pray. Um, so I wasn't even sure if I could get pregnant because why didn't I get pregnant back then? That's weird. But anyway, um, you know, dated women, most of my twenties and then along comes Andrew. Okay. Got to get birth control, birth control. Nope. I got an IUD zero period. Um, we dated for y- like years and years, got married, took the IUD out, got pregnant right away, mm. had a miscarriage after the miscarriage two weeks later, pregnant again, had Tommy. A year later, breastfed, and then wanted to start having sex again. Said so put the IUD back in. Still haven't had a period. I've had a miscarriage <laughs> and a birth, wow. but no like real period because you bleed a lot when you after you have your baby. Obviously, you like shed. Yeah, yeah. But that, but I couldn't wear a tampon. You know, I'm just wearing diapers. Yeah, I literally, wore <laughs> you wear depends. You do. So now here we are in 2022, coming to the end of the year here, and I just got a period since 2017 that hasn't either been by birth or miscarriage like a Um, legit period mm -hmm. (laughs) I have no idea what to do I called my psychiatrist crying, she, and I told her, I think I have a problem. I think I'm bipolar. I'm You know, something's down. going on. Melt, I'm having a mental breakdown. I'm eating chocolate. I want to be in my room. The whole world could be on fire, and I would laugh and watch it burn. I would watch small children die, bunnies die, puppies die, and I would be happy making, like I want to eat ramen soup with peanut butter and chocolate. She goes, stop, stop, stop. You're having PMS.
1: <laughs> and I went,
0: holy fucking shit, bitch. <laughs> yeah.
1: I forgot about it. I'm just a,
0: and I'm remembering now that I was
1: a Hunt.
0: right before I got my period. You're like, like a psycho. Just
1: a 30, 33 <laughs> <laughs> year old know. woman having her period for the first time. No biggie.
0: And you want to know what else is crazy? Yeah. I dated women and I didn't, I didn't have birth control but I was an alcoholic. I didn't get my period. Mm. So like I got sober in 2017, maybe had a handful yeah. and then put birth control in. Yeah. And my birth, I, I'm really sensitive. I'm on any birth control, zero period. Yeah. My like s- even when I was on the pill, mm. barely a period.
1: My sister had so. that, like, she's always had like super severe periods and tried different birth controls to try to like minimize the symptoms or to like eliminate Mm -hmm. the period with like the hormones, but like in like fetal position for three days when she starts her period. But the mix of like any oral contraceptive and her sort of mental (laughs) stability don't mix. So she's gotten to the point where she just has dealt with it now for like the last decade. And She's
0: dealt with the the pain. The pain, right?
1: Like if it's endometriosis, for example, like aren't there, isn't there like a treatment or like something you can do yeah, to it's like a alleviate? hysterectomy
0: or partial hysterectomy?
1: Oh well, fuck. No wonder.
0: Well, why doesn't she just do that? She doesn't want children. She
1: doesn't want children. You're right.
0: You go through menopause a little bit earlier. My mom had that done because she had endometriosis, so she had a partial hysterectomy. When she was in her forties, mm. um, early forties. Yeah, she's and I mean she's forty. Because of the pain. Yeah. She regrets it. Mm. Because um it's not like a vasectomy and you can reverse right. it. So once they're gone, they're gone. And she then met her husband now and she would have had his children if he wanted to. He never wanted kids, so hopefully like gratefully, like but she couldn't even give him the option. Yeah,
1: to not even have that option.
0: But she she's, just had me and she was divorced three times. So she's like, fuck this.
1: Yeah. Um, Why be in
0: pain if I'm not having any more kids?
1: She's also scared of like a needle prick or she like is scared to go to the dentist. So a partial hysterectomy, like at this point, <laughs> probably. It's so funny that
0: you can be afraid of a needle prick, but then you're able to handle literal um, birth. Right. Because I don't think that most people, even some women, understand what cramps are.
1: It is, but like it a is, it is your,
0: right? yeah, it's your cervix opening to pass blood clots,
1: much the way that it opens to pass a baby. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you're dilating at a at a, a, a smidgen, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I'll tell you this: if you're dilating. Um, a centimeter or a millimeter or you're going from, it doesn't matter. The pain is there. If you're going from a five to a six or a five to a, a six to a 10 and, you know, active labor, all hell is going to break loose. But even when you're starting off having cramp, I've had menstrual cramps and I've had period cramp. I'm sorry. I've had menstrual cramps and I've had cramps from um, being in um, late term pregnancy. And then I've also had contractions. They've all felt the same. Fuck. Until you're like in active labor, that's like where it's like, yeah, it's unbearable for some women. Yeah. But the threshold is different from every person. But it's funny to hear you say that she's afraid of a needle, but she can get in the fetal position and, and fucking ba- rock basically it birth some,
1: birth uh, every month. You go through right. birth
0: for her. For her, that's for some women, that's what it is. They yeah. are literally having the same amount of pain as birth, um, as contractions during labor as they uh, that they do when they have their period i Crazy. don't have bad menstrual cramps i never had an issue with menstrual cramps i, I mean there would be like bad periods yeah as a teenager especially but in adulthood i drank too much to like have enough blood mm. in my uterine line right. to have to pass huge clots
1: god the fucking shit that we put our bodies through or that alcohol changes mm-hmm. changes within mm-hmm. our bodies Healthy I used to processes, think it was awesome. yeah.
0: That I didn't get my period. Mm. I thought it was awesome. Wow, I like never got it. Mm-mm. That and them being bulimic on top of it. Forget it.
1: <laughs> you were like living the high life,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was dating women, so it wasn't ever like. You know what's so scary? I remember um, I was in a committed relationship with a woman, and I would take pregnancy tests if I didn't get my period for months at a time, not because I was cheating on her.
1: I can't figure it because out. Because I I could have gotten
0: <laughs> raped every single night and mm, I wouldn't have known. Fuck.
1: That's scary as fuck.
0: And you know, you say you wake up and you know if you've gotten raped. Well, did I come home drunk and fuck myself with a dildo? Or to have sex with my girlfriend right. and then she went home for the night. Right. Am well, I gonna text her? Oh, did we have sex last night?
1: Right. Did I put pull- Or when
0: you're single, yeah. when you're single, you don't know. You know, and like when I was single too, when I was single, but only dating women, I still would take tests if I didn't get my period for like four months. I'd be like, mm, I should probably take a test because I could have definitely taken a man home and gotten raped. I remember I came to once um this gentleman who's still on island, and whenever I see him in public, he looks at me and I look at him, and we both know, but I came to with him trying to force himself upon me. And I um, was—I remember we we were friends. He worked at a local restaurant. He was a bar regular. I saw him. I trusted him. I said I would need to walk home. I don't want to pay for a cab. I was always like, if I walk home, I'll sober up. Um, I remember that, but I blacked out during the walk, so I don't know if he gave me something, or slipped me something, or offered me something like a nip. Or I I was coming too, but then blacked out again during the walk home. Fuck, which is weird. Yeah. And then I was in my basement. Um room I was renting from my parents and I don't think that he realized I live with my parents. Um, it's typical to be renting a room from somebody in, on Nantucket, especially as a single lady. So I was in my room and I came to and I was kind of like backed up. Against, it's actually this wall right here oh, damn. in this spot because my bed was here. So I was backed up against this wall and I came to and I said, my parents are one floor up and I will scream and it's time for you to leave. Wow. I'm and I should have screamed just because my stepdad probably would have murdered him. I'm not kidding Yeah, like he actually like he's been waiting to kill somebody his whole life <laughs> Like just I, he just is he's just one <laughs> of those guys. It's like I <laughs> fucking kill him. <laughs> when you're coming at me from the side eye right now you're freaking me oh, out alive. you're It's really making me uncomfortable. I just
1: turned I just figured out that my chair swivels. And I have had it for two years and never realized that it swiveled. So okay. So let me. Have
0: you ever gone to a spin class?
1: Never. I do have a bicycle that I love to ride.
0: The reason why we're both sitting here with a microphone in front of us is because we are that type of like nobody who isn't like us would be able to do a podcast. True. You have to be intelligent inquisitive curious that's the same thing but like wouldn't it um, like
1: simplify our lives i think you and i we're
0: both i know we're both like share the
1: like yearning for like knowledge and like want Mm -hmm. to like know and experience more but sometimes Mm -hmm. like i'm like man if i just lived in like a log cabin and didn't like have that like want for things and knowledge and would life be simpler
0: it would be but we wouldn't know that we wouldn't know that we're living a stress-free life in our own little lives we'd find ways to that's true but like because everybody has like goes no matter how small your life is, you go through like the emotions of being a human being i think yeah
1: I'm so curious. You have
0: to be able to hold a conference. I'm, if you ask me, if you ask me, what is your favorite thing about you? Like people ask me, like, you know, when you go to like a therapist or what's your favorite thing about yourself? My answer has always been the same. I just asked this question the other day. This lady asked my um, Reiki favorite thing about myself is that I am extremely curious. Even that I said to her, even that, I find curious. (laughs) I find it so curious that I am so curious. What is it about me that makes – and the the best part about my curiosity is that I have zero ego attached. If I learn something that, and it it proves a core belief to be wrong, Mm. scientifically I need it to be, or morally – I see a different perspective or I learn a new uh I learn a new information that is made me become, in my eyes, in my eyes, wrong, in my opinion. That means that I was wrong. I fucking swallow that shit and hop on a new train.
1: That I think
0: I love that about my curiosity. That
1: is that changes the way that because uh sometimes curiosity can come off as condescending if you are like Questioning people about, you know, how, like, if you're asking people a lot of questions, sometimes it can come off as, uh, like egotistical or like you're condescending. Like, we were talking in the last episode, like, you were married. You're married to a man now, but you dated women before, you know, it depends on like the, how you ask it or yeah. uh, like the intent behind it. But I think if there isn't an ego attached to it, or if it's just like really genuine curiosity, uh, I love that trait in people.
0: Me too. And I definitely, for sure, I can say that I thought about it while you were saying it because it's going to sound e- egotistical as I say this. So I don't, I don't, but I, I'm aware that it is. I disclaimer that I don't do much, much disclaiming in my life because of my ADHD, I don't have enough time to like have a disclaimer for you guys. I will. Really, <laughs> I really am working on that. I've lost a lot of friends along the way. I've heard a lot of people ADHD, uh, that, that if you have it like I do where your impulsivity is insane, um, zero control. Um, even when I'm medicated, it's impossible to control my mouth. But when it comes to curiosity, for some reason, I'm always—if it's not my opinion and it's an actual question about you—I'm always able to say, "Excuse my manners. Excuse me if this is inappropriate." I wrote an email to an old therapist today. I'm trying to find my old therapist, and I—I—I email one of her, um, one of her like uh, colleagues, and the entire thing was just apologetic. If this is out of line, mm-hmm. if this is not the way to do this, because I, I am curious to find this information. But I always come with this like warning when I'm, when I'm being curious, because I, if I'm curious, it's because I don't know fuck about shit or shit about fuck. Same. So I'm going to have to apologize in advance. Right. I always apologize in advance.
1: I say that often. Listen, I don't know shit about shit, but like, this is genuine curiosity. So I hope it's, you know, I hope it doesn't come across as condescending or, egotistical in any way, but I get my curiosity from my mom and we still tease her like about it because if she meets someone new, she legit has like a list of questions as if she's fucking Oprah Winfrey that she goes down to ask people where you're born, what do your parents do for a living? How, how many siblings do you have? Like she has a list of questions that she goes through and legit talk show style. So maybe that's where I get it.
0: I definitely think that's like a, um, Something that can be passed down.
1: Yeah. Well, and that even trait. I just se- have seen and heard her do it for so long; it's rubbed off. What
0: the heck is that?
1: So, speaking of.
0: Yeah, I also have a voice. You know,
1: we've we've started to get some interaction from our listeners, which is super fun.
0: We've been getting people dipping in our memo, our it. messages, our
1: DMs, our voice. I feel like we're swiping left. Yeah, I got a voice m- right, memo left. on the. Email address, Um, but this lady who left us a voice memo is recently retired, which is funny. She wants some advice, so let me play this for you. Hi, Nate and Chelsea. This is Vicki. I'm recently retired, and also is my husband, and we're together 24 seven, which is a problem on its own. But um, I need some advice on how to spice up our sex life. Ooh, yikes. Thanks. Bye.
0: I have been waiting for somebody to ask me this.
1: Yes. Take it. Take it.
0: I, I haven't told many people this and it's probably no, it's well known, but the people that I have told, they're like, wait, what? And then they come back and they're like, yeah,
1: makes sense. Wow. Yeah.
0: No, though no, it worked. Oh, is what they oh okay. Um, and it's surprising that people don't try things out on them. I think a lot of people are afraid to be sexual with themselves.
1: With themselves. Right.
0: You need to be alone and like get freaky with yourself. Have, when's the last time you shut your eyes and used your hands and tried to pretend they weren't your hands? Becky. Probably a really long time. Right. Do you, you know, and the other thing too is I feel like we all change. So our, our wants and needs change. So like the way you used to, that, that's why you're having this problem. That
1: is the truth right there.
0: How old is she, how old is her retirement age?
1: Probably sixty, sixty-five. Typically. Well,
0: Drew and I do this thing sometimes where we'll go out on a date and act like we're on a first date. Oh, I love that. And then um that I have if the babysitter's there when we get back, I try to play it off um without the person knowing that like my husband. he's not my husband. So I'm like, let me just go in and talk to the babysitter. And then then I like check on my son and say like, oh, he's asleep. And then, you know, my husband, whatever, isn't home, let's do this. But that's not my advice. My advice (laughs) is about the actual sex part. There is this move that I used to have and... I haven't shared it like I said a lot but when I do the women are just like, "What?" and I'm like, "I'm how do you not know this?" I would tell men and they would be like, "Oh, that was great. Thanks for that advice. It worked." But the women when they didn't know, I'm like, "This is your body." So the clitoris, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to have multiple orgasms or make it last longer, it's really hard to make the female orgasm last long. It's like too intense cuz you're you're it's like the head of your dick, I'm sure, like yeah, you couldn't like keep, right. keep going no, it's, it's, it almost it's, gets it's painful it's so sensitive right okay listen as soon as you as soon as you feel like it's about to to be painful you just press on it like a button just hold it still and do it for yourself yeah you know until you figure out what part feels good then start making your partner do it um so like what you could do is like you could um, like climax Press on your clit after you're about to where it's about to be too much and watch what happens. It's like a minute long orgasm. Just 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 like a like
1: a button. I love it. Like
0: a <laughs> two fingers press down and watch what happens.
1: I think yeah.
0: Like the amount of pressure that I would put on I mean, it's a good amount of pressure. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I would press down on. What's the the equivalent? To like check if a pizza dough is ready.
1: Like if you're Just checking like, your pulse on your wrist. Yes. That that's go. the
0: pressure. That's okay. it. Okay.
1: Check your pulse on your clit, Becky.
0: But having, <laughs> but like having this fun thing you could try. And this is the advice goes stretches out of, of this. If you don't want to try this long, that orgasm clit thing, because you're in your fifties and you're like, I don't even come anymore. I totally get yeah. it. But the whole point is to try something new where you both get re
1: acquainted
0: acclimated we reacclimated, reacquainted, because this happens in marriage now. This, ha- I mean, this happens in relationships within a year. Try something new where you both have to be like knee deep and face like two inches from your genitals or from their mm. genitals and like trying something out. Like you can't be shy about it. You I feel like after a couple of years, you start to get shy around each other's genitals again.
1: Mm.
0: It's weird. Even though you've been together longer. Yeah. It's somehow like you just keep doing the same sex positions where anything else would be kind of like taboo. Mm. And then it's like you're nervous or you're like, oh, no, don't look at my butthole. Yeah, Look in his butthole. Yeah. Count his butthole hairs. (laughs) Wax it. Wax it for. See if you like hot wax. (laughs) When I was dating women, I watched straight porn. And when I was dating men, I would watch lesbian porn. So if that's not somebody who <laughs> likes both sex, I don't know who is. Right. Most straight women watch lesbian porn. Truth. Um, whether they want to admit that or not.
1: Well, because it's, I mean, if you, it, it makes sense, right? Or at Especially least the girl way, girl with a boy in the background. Yeah, man because in background. it's like sensual and it's exploratory. Non-invasive. And not someone just like th- like... Being nasty and fucking pounding someone, you know, whatever. It's more. There's something to me about romantic side of things.
0: Thank you. Being demisexual, it is hard for me to watch porn, um, but if I do, I have to like close my eyes a lot and like barely look at it. And then with being married, I don't watch it at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, it goes, I,
0: I because, it, because it just doesn't, it's not my husband. Right. I don't know how to, it else goes to against this
1: to people. your sexuality. <laughs> right. I mean, I've, and then I there's like
0: a huge part of being demisexual too, where because I've like been with both sexes, I, if when, uh, when I'm single or even when I'm even married, like I, I, I had a hard time. I mean, I can talk about this a little bit, but it's affects my husband, so I don't want to get into it too much. But when I was engaged, I remember having a conversation with him like, I'm a little bit nervous about being who I am sexually and being married in general um, and like accepting that I'll never be with the opposite sex again. Because it kind of like opens up this larger sex pool when you like both sexes that you're missing Makes quote, sense. unquote, missing out on. Yeah. So, you know, when I was in my late 20s, um, and that mattered to me at the time, I was worried about it at the time um, because there's just things that a woman, you know, I, I was just about to say a sentence and I don't agree with it. <laughs> it's something that I used to say when I was dating strictly women. I was going to say there's something that women can do that men can't, but that's not true because um, my husband does... Everything you
1: need.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's why I, I, one of the reasons why I married him was, um, this all comes back to advice that you cannot take from me unless you're demisexual. I can't, the best sex I'll ever have is when I'm madly in love Mm. with you. And I was—I've never been in love with anybody else the way I—I've been in love, but not the way that I love my husband. So having sex with him is like having sex for the first time every single time. Oh, lucky. When we tried to conceive Tommy, I cried every single time. We—we we tried to have—we se- know how much sex you have when you're trying to get pregnant. I have goosebumps because that's the true story. Yeah. I cried every single time. Precious. This is a rough, this is a tough subject for me. I think people see that we have a podcast and they see my TikToks and they come in here and they're like, Jesus I know. fucking <laughs> Christ, who touched the serious button? <laughs> Lynn is not here. You know what? She's somewhere else.
1: I wouldn't go down that road. <laughs> I wouldn't go down that road. Hey, Charles, how did the editing of the last episode go?
0: What? I don't edit anything. Oh, why not? Because I don't know what I'm doing. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't edit anything. It's all you. What are you trying to get some compliments out of my ass? Or what are you wanting? I'm not going to do anything when you come down here to Nantucket. I'm not doing it. I am not. I'm telling you right now. I'm not editing a goddamn thing.
1: (laughs) But you totally could if you wanted to. And one of the easiest tools I use is Alitu. A-L-I-T-U. Their app is so user-friendly and designed to make processing, editing, and publishing super easy. If you're looking to start your own podcast, one of the biggest things holding you back could be technology, but don't let it be. Visit thepodcasthost.com and check out all that Alitu has to offer. Follow the link in today's show notes for an additional 20% off of Alitu and thepodcasthost.com. Let me ask you, I don't think I've ever asked you this before when it comes to demisexuality. It's that connection and that deep love for someone that may start out as a friendship and turn into, you know, it's about that level of love, but is there a need to like, always be in a relationship? For you, was there at least? I can
0: answer it this way because I got married at 29 and I fell in love with Andrew at 26. I think this will answer your question in a way that you 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 might not expect me to answer it. So, because I will not, I can definitely have sex with anybody. That's not, the, and I and I used to try, but it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I wouldn't get wet. Right. Because I'm not in love with them. For a demisexual, you need to be in love to like want to have sex with the person. That's where the sexuality comes in, the sex part. Mm. Um, To be intimate, I can totally do it. I just won't enjoy it at all. But to your point, oh, I said it. Yeah. To your point, (laughs) um, I know that because I am a demisexual person, I will flirt with close friends. And I know this because I've had a lot of times where close friends of mine, people I love, but like they're my best I would consider them my best friends, have tried to advance mm. their friendship because I was giving them all of those signals. Because the closer I get to people, the more flirtatious the lines will blur. Yeah. I think that's kind of asking your question, yeah. you're answering your question. But where, but there is a line. Because I, I'll know, you know, I'll, I'll be like, I, "This is my fault," and I take real, I take responsibility for it. Mm. Whether I take it internally and don't admit it yeah. out loud to them, or I say, "I'm really sorry that I led you on," but like, no, um, I really like you, and so I find you sexually
1: attractive
0: in that way, but like, not to the point where I need to fuck you. Got it. You can like imagine. It's It's so hard to explain. It's so hard to explain. Right? It is. I had this friend. I had this friend, this is the second time we'll talk about her, Tiffany. And um I would never cross the line with her, but I really loved her as like a little it was like a little mini me, really. I knew she had a crush on me. She tells me to this day. Um, but I would never cross that line with her. But leading her on was something I did all the time Mm. because I was attracted to her, but I didn't want to lose the friendship. Right. So, and I was with somebody. So yeah, it, it it is, it does get confusing. The amount of men that I've, um, led on in early, early age. So I would, I you know. I had a friend I worked with. Um, I had a friend, Michael, and they're always trying to, I knew what they wanted. Right. Um, thank God they were good guys. Thank God they were good guys. Because, um, if I had sex with you, you'd never hear from me again. Even if we were best friends. Hmm. I wouldn't. I could. I so I can't. I can't. I stop doing it. Right. Because then I let myself down, and then I let my guard down to you, and you see that I really am not into it, and then I'm embarrassed. Yeah. So I'm so, so embarrassed. <laughs> or I say yeah, and then I end up dating you for a year and a half, and it fucking <laughs> right, my like time. One or the other. But that happened to me. <laughs>
1: I was just getting ready to say, and you had, you had this awareness at s- like such a young age. So I was going mm-hmm. to say, oh, and we aren't like born who we are, but then in the next breath, it's like, is it nature or is it nurture? Or is it like the mix of both? Or is it situational? And it's, it's dependent so upon, isn't it? yeah, it's so interesting.
0: It's so interesting. I I think because if it was that, like, wouldn't every every Catholic man who has been abused by
1: be homosexual? If you go
0: by nature versus nature, then they would be homosexual today,
1: right? I truly think they would be if that
0: if that's what it is. If that's what happened to me, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I only love, I only have sex with people I trust because I was inappropriately abused right. as a child by somebody i trust trusted was... well no, I yeah i was obsessed in, but... with the person yeah. i was obsessed with those i was uh, I, I, trusted... I was in love with that person yeah it was a family it, it was like that you know num- like, so extended yeah. family yeah. so it's like i don't know this is a rough this is a tough subject for me i think people see that we have a podcast and they see my TikToks and they come in here and they're like jesus
1: I know. Fucking...
0: <laughs> to touch the serious button (laughs) lynn is not here you know what she's somewhere else
1: i wouldn't go down that road (laughs) i wouldn't go down that road
0: fucking cigarette i miss smoking so much sometimes just to put just to end a conversation right just to end a conversation because you can literally be like what are you gonna do flick it and walk away (laughs) what are you gonna do you know what are you gonna do flick it done
1: yeah someone's fucking stumbled in on this podcast and they're like what the fuck are these two wait a second i thought this was a comedy show
0: oh speaking of that did you watch the stand up episode the what oh you did because you you commented on yes, it
1: yes 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 yes
0: yes mm, i'm going to put in the i'm going to put in the bit about it's um, so what you said.
1: it's so good um, the way that you can mix them together though and have you're able to like kind of test material
0: but those are my real that's my real bit. Yeah. That's I have like I have like a half an hour of stand-up. Yeah. It was eight minutes that I cropped down t- to three. But I have 30 minutes worth of material. And some of these jokes I wrote when I was a kid. I wrote the jokes about my calves and my dad <laughs> being that short kid at the school. My mom's like, <laughs> They hold
1: up. I wrote though. all of that's that funny. as a kid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember writing my first joke. Um Later on in life than you would think for somebody who wanted to be comedian so bad. I wanted to be like on all that because sometimes they would do those bits where the skits where the the kids would do stand up, like the older cast members was like, it's like a mini SNL. I wanted to write jokes like that. And, um, I found this old video of me hosting a talent show and I was writing jokes for the talent. I I was like the host, like the host of the grant or the host of the the Oscars. It was like that. Yes. Yeah. Me and this other girl, Lauren Phillips. Hello, Lauren. Lauren Phillips. Um, We used to make funny videos and skits. But I wrote, we wrote jokes for this show, and I was like, "That is what I." There's. I'm. There's something about memory is weird, but if I think about it, if I really think, like seeing that helped, watching that helped. Yeah. But I used to write jokes in my diary Mm. at my dad's house. So I would say, eighth, seventh, eighth grade more so heavily freshman year freshman year i was alone brand new school i wrote a lot of jokes
1: anywho becky go fucking rock his world tonight girl
0: try something new and get reacquainted with the genital area that's right i want you to be able to tell me how many hairs he has on his balls yes
1: Follow up. Follow up, th- follow up,
0: follow up with us. Follow up. How many hairs?
1: How many hairs, you know. Or he
0: might shave. Tell him to shave. If he always had a bush, tell him to shave it. <laughs> Some- do something fun. Yeah, yeah. Do something that you've never done before, that you've always wanted to try and you were like nervous to say something. Hmm. I-, I felt like marriage ripped a bandaid off of my sexuality where I could be like, okay, I want this. And this yes. is going to sound really weird, but I want it. Yep, yep. Are you comfortable with that
1: (laughs) joke about a time about
0: sex joke about a time that about a long time when Drew and I are fighting and we need a good laugh. Mm. I'll be like, remember the condom that we couldn't find? (laughs) There was a time where we couldn't find the condom
1: for like a half an hour.
0: And then all of a sudden I queefed it out while I was driving. (laughs) And we still talk about that. (laughs) Remember the time we couldn't find the condom? Oh, fuck. And at the time, it was imperative. I found the condom because oh, I was, wow. like, wasn't with him. Like, I wasn't supposed to be doing what I was doing. So it was imperative. And it was like, oh, I found the condom. <laughs> so fucking got lost up there. And then, you know, it all makes sense years later because the guy, the kind of my, my uh, OBGYN, when I was giving birth and she was checking my service, she goes, holy shit, you got a long vagina cavity. She's like, the baby's going to have to take a, find get like a uh, map quest to figure out the way out. Not that it's wide, it's just long. So I have a DM here.
1: Ooh, tell us.
0: Should I say their last name?
1: Just first, in case they don't want us. Unless they Okay,
0: well it's Kathy. 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 Got it. I'm not gonna say their their like whole like at right? Like their whole Instagram handle. Um They're saying how they one of the things they want to do more is travel. And they heard us talking about when I went to the Berkshires and all yeah. that. The other the question is, what's your what was your favorite vacation you've ever taken? And where was it oh, within oh, the United States? Love that question.
1: Okay. Uh, two, actually. So Aspen, Colorado and Nantucket now. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Which I think... Both sound kind of bougie, but like they were totally like low-key affordable versions of like those places. I mean...
0: Quite literally, every single bartender that's within the age of 21 to 27 bartends here in the summer and goes to Aspen and bartends there in the winter. That makes sense. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean... There's so many people. Nantucket. It's like the what the billionaire's playground but i came you cooked dinner for me i slept in your basement like it was like the affordable the best of both worlds for cheap and still got to experience nantucket it's fucking gorgeous i'm excited to come back when because i was there like peak season right july uh i'm curious to see like off season though what it would be like or what it is like and then Aspen was <laughs> yeah Aspen was like a group i was I was still drinking at the time, so it's mm. like I have this it was beautiful and I loved it, but still puts this weird like feeling in my stomach because mm, it was yeah, like I know what that's you know what like. I mean still party based yeah. trip the cabin and the fire to go to Colorado and, yeah, super fun so. Within the United States, those are are my two.
0: When I went to, I planned our entire honeymoon um, myself. We started in um, Phoenix. We went to Sedona. From Sedona, we went to Williams. From Williams, we went to, we went like east, southeast, and we went through um, Flagstaff and then back to phoenix and th- through sedona again
1: well shit girl um so you were yeah, like so we did
0: like this booking I've talked it here about this before. booking it there yep all yep, around yep. we would uh, sleep like four nights at a time we we were gone for 10 days dang yeah but a lot of the traveling like we wouldn't like stay in that spot like we, we like we stayed in williams which was like staying in no offense if you're from williams williams arizona is like staying in the town that when you go to your grandfather's house and you go to the basement to get a can of Coke and you pass that old train table that he has where he has like all those miniature, like trees and people getting their mail <laughs> and <then with> the <laughs> tiny little figurines. It's like living in that train town. Got it. That's what Williams. Yes. I'm
1: picturing Beetlejuice. You know how they have the.
0: Exactly. Mini, like that, that model, the mini model. way too man, way too much grass and way too yeah. many houses. Yeah. You need to think like desert
1: train. <laughs> Got it.
0: A house every six miles. <laughs> Um, and then like the downtown area was like six shops. Most of them are closed down. Um, the diner had silver everywhere, tin, you know, tin. like yeah. uh, there was like a diner with like, you didn't fit in the booths, this, the, to the, the chairs were cemented into the ground, bolted into, and, you know, and there was like black and white checkered board floor. And like, you got like your, your, your burger came with a shake. That was that town. I love it. And, um. I didn't, and then the the other place that we went to for dinner, I had spaghetti and meatballs and a slice of pie. I mean, like, can you imagine this town, right? <laughs> yes. Um. So that was a cool experience. And then they had this, like, Barizona, they had this, like, zoo of, like, wild animals that you drove through. Wild animals, just, like, wolves and, like, bison and there's these weird animals that definitely some of them might have been, like, for the area, but most weren't. And then we went up to the Grand Canyon, which it's a hole in the ground. I I was more (laughs) amazed by the fact that it was all underwater. Like, I I was like, wow, that's a really big hole. But I was more interested in learning about millions of years ago when it was underwater and like what that did to the rock and like how you can find like sea life um, in this rock was really interesting Oh, I didn't even know that. So don't, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, fossils, fossils, sea sea level. It was really interesting to me, the flood. And then you learned all about that and eagles and how big the trees were. Arizona's on fire. We've talked about this. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 I can't talk about it enough. That trip changed my life. It helped me slow down a lot more. Um, I, it was the perfect way to start off pregnancy. Mm. Um, there's so many memories on that trip. So is the most beautiful place I'll ever be in my entire life. And I can't wait to go back. I was there and thinking, I can't wait to bring my kids here. Like I want this to be where we come back time and time and time and time and time again. It's That's my precious. Place. I love that. Yeah. Um,
1: well, you could be like embarking on that chapter here soon.
0: One of my favorite stories that we can close it out yeah. is, um, I hope I didn't already tell the story. I was pregnant first trimester craving carbs craving carbs that you wouldn't even believe (laughs) specific ones though specific ones and this thing that i was craving this day on top of the grand canyon we were at the the peak like this like point where it's like one of the highest parts one of the highest elevations of the park um and i was just like so hungry and i was telling drew i was like all i want is that four inch circle deep dish pizzas that you'd have at (gasps) um, on fridays at school do you remember those
1: yes
0: Where like the whole cheese would come off and burn your top of your roof. And then it would just be like a sauce disc. And the crust, like
1: the, it was like a little raised on that, like Mm -hmm. edge, almost like a pie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it.
0: I wanted that. I wanted that. (laughs) We're at the top of the mountain in the middle of fucking Grand Canyon, middle of nowhere. (laughs) And I'm like, let's go into the the gift shop. Uh, Maybe they have like a food section or cafeteria. Drew opens the door. And we look at each other and without words, we knew. And he goes, it's here. That pizza's in there. Because we smelt it. Oh, we smelt it. When you're in school and you yes. smell it, we fucking get up to the counter. No. And it's the fucking sick, <laughs> Nate. No. It's the fucking... Cir- you're you like, want to ask it. Drew? It was the circle, <laughs> circle pizza disc like this. I started to, to cry. <laughs> I have never had a meal taste so good in my life ever to this day. And it was a frozen
1: (laughs) disc. Totally frozen.
0: Disgusting. Freezer burnt. You don't know how long it's been. I mean, like how many people, uh, I don't even know how to explain. And I had a Coke. (laughs) I don't know how to explain to you how good that pizza tasted that day. I threw it up two hours later <laughs> um, because we were hiking after that, and I was nauseous. Like I was always nauseous in yeah. the first trimester. I threw up. I would just like be walking and go. I'll just throw up forever because I stopped like trying to find a bathroom. <sighs> I was throwing up on the mountain, and people would walk by I'd be like, "Pregnant?"
1: <laughs> You're like, "No, pizza." <laughs> well, DM us or email us. I think we should do these like more regularly. I love our listener.
0: Press down on your clit and watch what happens.
1: (laughs) Please press down on your clit with the pressure that you would use to check your pulse. And
0: watch. Go get yourself a frozen,
1: frozen pizza
0: when you're pregnant.
1: When you're pregnant in Arizona.